Welcome to the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Curran. I'm a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. He was up at 4.30 this morning getting ready for the show, getting the picks ready for you guys, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, man of the people in the room. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment, Grant Ride the Line. Yep, hump day. We are here to get you and get ourselves past those midweek scaries. I don't really get the Sunday scaries, Tanner. I get the midweek scaries. I hopefully, hopefully you're the same as me, and you're looking forward to another great show. Every day is Monday because every day we have the chance to win money. Every day is Monday. That's the mentality you got to bring to. If you're not bringing the every day is Monday mentality, get out. Every day is Monday. We have a chance to win money every day. It's a new day. It's a new week every day. We get the chance to win money today on Ride the Line. So lock in. You know, most people out there probably aren't going to like it being Monday. Most people hate Mondays. Well, you better lock in because we're gritty on this show. We're a bunch of bulldogs, and we're, we're going to be a freaking bulldog today. <laughs> I like that. I like that energy, Tanner. Hey, I know we're talking some MLB here today, but what are you looking forward to the most with the return of college football this weekend? I know we had it last weekend, but th- this is the real return. Yeah, week zero was not good for me, my wallet, or anything. So it's, college football hasn't started yet. Week one's the official start. I'm looking forward to the UConn Huskies knocking off the NC State Wolfpack at home on Thursday night. That's going to be a fun one. I'll be in wow. for that. I'm looking forward to the Florida Gators, the SEC, teaching the Pac-12 and Utah what it's all about on Thursday night, hopefully. And then there's really no good game Saturday, I don't think. When is the, uh, when's the LSU-FSU game? That's Sunday night. So that'll be fun Sunday night. But then Coach Prime at noon. Uh, Coach Prime, he posted an Instagram reel today. I bet Coach Prime, I'm ready to run through a freaking brick wall. Like All the comments are like, I want to put the pads on, strap it up, and go. Like Coach Prime, I want to freaking unload my units on my FanDuel and DraftKings account because of you right now. Isn't Colorado, I th- they're three touchdown underdogs to TCU, right? They are. Well, they're 20 and a half. So we'll see how it goes. A lot they, of they people. They can cover that. Look, I, I, I'm not, I, the Colorado had like the largest amount of bets to win the national championship a lot of sports books. They're not winning that. They're not winning the Pac-12. They won't even be close. But 20 and a half points, I feel like they can cover that. Especially TCU lost Max Duggan and Quinton Johnston. Like, I'm not expecting them to be that and, dominant. And Kendra Miller, like, they lost all their dudes. Like, like Coach Prime, he's like, we're going to win right now. As soon as I saw him say, we're going to win right now, I said, okay, Fandle, take my money. <laughs> well, hopefully all of you guys out there have only been given FanDuel your money momentarily, and they've been sending it back to you. And hopefully we can win you guys some money today with these picks. Tanner, you start us off. All right, so I got two nerfies today and a straight bet. Well, Grant, do you want to start? We start with Angels Phillies. Start with okay, Angels. Yeah, let's right? do it. All right, so me and Grant have a similar pick here. I believe it's the same exact pick. Phillies on the run line. Yesterday they were down by two runs throughout a lot of the game. Um, and then they started hitting the baseball and the home run show started. They hit five home runs yesterday. Wow, I almost my light just almost hit me in the face. I'm a I was wondering what that sound I'm, was. I'm a trooper. The light almost hit me in the face. Um, okay. Back to locking it. I got to lock it. Listen, all these extraneous circumstances are trying to not focus me up from winning the people money today. And I'm not here. I'm here to win the people money. Five home runs yesterday. Um, absolutely hit the crap out of the baseball. I think we're going to see a similar result today for the fight ins. We look at who's on the mound. They're going to go against Reed Detmers, who is three and 10 with a five ERA and a one three eight whip. There's not much to write home about Reed Detmers in his last start against the Reds, and the Reds are not hitting the baseball that great. Five innings, seven hits, four earned runs. 
two walks, only three strikeouts there. So I think the Phillies are going to have a lot of opportunities. Kyle Schwarber, don't quote me on this. I think he has the same amount of singles as home runs this season. He does. Uh, and at this point in the season, he has like the same amount of home runs he hit last season. He's like, just like, he's weirdly consistent, but I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. Schwarber's the the most interesting leadoff hitter in all of baseball. So again, the Phillies are hitting the ball too good. They're too talented of a team right now. 74 and 58. They're getting hot at the right time. And the Angels just really don't have a lot going for them. They they made a huge mistake not trading Shohei Otani, in my opinion. They're on to next season. They said, we're going to go for it. And then they had the biggest collapse of the century. So not really interested in betting anything to do with the Angels right now. Yeah, I'm also on the Philly side of this line. Philly's minus one and a half for about plus 130 value, which I feel like is almost criminal uh, given the context of this matchup. To your point about Detmers, I mean, he's not that good to begin with, and he's not been good at all this month. He has an 868 ERA in August. Now, Christopher Sanchez, you look at his monthly numbers, he's got a 470 ERA. You would say that's not good either. Here's the thing. He had one really bad start. That's weighing his numbers down. He's given up two earned runs or fewer in six of his last seven starts. That is pretty consistent the Phillies have won both games in this series they've covered in both games of the series looking at the numbers over the last 30 days the Phillies are sixth in bullpen ERA and second in scoring the Angels are third worst in the bullpen and 24th in scoring and the Angels are also just giving up on, on the season I mean after they made those moves to acquire some dudes at the deadline now they're waving some of them like Lucas Giolito and other guys two of the guys are coming out of their starting lineup right before the game yesterday oh wait they're still playing even though they've been waived it makes no sense what's going on over there the Angels don't care about the rest of the season Phillies win big today I totally agree with that. They win by at least two runs and probably more as we saw yesterday, Grant. All right, two big nerfies today. Start with the first one here. Cincinnati Reds versus the San Francisco Giants. The nerfie is one and one in this series. The Giants busted it in the first game of the series. I don't think we're going to see any runs scored in the first inning today. Logan Webb on the mound for the San Francisco Giants. Been one of the most consistent pitchers in baseball. He's only 9-10. and 10, Still has a 3-5 ERA with a 1-1 whip. 164 hits allowed in 174 innings. He's an inning eater, and he's been delivering this season for most of his time on the mound. On the flip side here, we have Hunter Green going for the Reds. And on the surface level, Hunter Green's not that good. Two and six with a 506 ERA and a 153 whip. Has really been up and down this season when he's been on the bound. I think he's going to be really good in years to come. He's just still not at that point. But the one thing that he does exceptionally well, and this is critical for nerfy bets because when you get in trouble, you have the ability to get yourself out of it. And that's elite strikeout ability 108 strikeouts in 80 innings. Really good swing and miss guy. Throws 110 freaking miles an hour if he wants to. He's a guy that can deliver here. So the Giants offense, heavily reliant on home runs. He keeps the ball down the zone, gets strikeouts. I think we're going to be fine there. And the Reds offense has just fallen off. They've only scored in their past three games. They've only scored uh, four runs. So just not delivering since the all-star break offensively. I love this spin on the take here, on the bet. Excuse me. I love this market. Um, I was looking for ways to find this game, put this game on my bet slip. I was considering the money lines, the run lines for both teams, the over-under. I couldn't land on anything, even though this game did really interest me. I do like the nerfy. I think that's a way, good way to go about it. To your point with how bad the Reds have been at the plate, I think they're hitting like 207 over the last two weeks whatever it is it's been pretty terrible now the Giants have started to break out of their cold streak that they're at at the plate but I mean they're still not that good I mean they're definitely not an offensive driven team and you've got pitchers in this game to you know to your point Hunter Green has that strikeout ability Logan Webb we know what he's done over the course of the season I think the Snurfy is definitely a good player I love this out of you I love it keep it going Grant 
My uh, my second pick here, I'm going to go Brewers money line versus the Chicago Cubs. This series is split one to one. Yesterday, uh, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this because the total opened at seven, dropped down to six and a half. And I was saying, there is no way you're going under here. You got to go over six and a half. And uh, it, it ended one to nothing. Um, I, I don't know if you can set an alternate total of, of one and a half or lower i would be interested to see what kind of odds you could have got for that um for just one run but yep it is what it is today though brandon woodruff on the mound for the brewers here he's gonna help them get back on track he's got a 265 era and a 0.88 whip only been about 35 innings of duty for this guy but we know how good brandon woodruff is Woodruff is, excuse me. Kyle Hendricks is going to start here for the Cubs. He's got a 380 ERA and a 114 whip for the season. However, that ERA has crept over five in this month, and he does have a 484 at home. He's actually much better on the road. Now, like I said, this series is split one to one, but the Brewers had won nine straight games until their loss yesterday. They're playing really good uh, baseball. They're hitting the ball really well as of late. Their bullpen, I mean, the Cubs have a decent bullpen, but the Brewers has also just been excellent. As of late, I think this game is going to be close, but I think if you look at the fine margins here, I think we're talking about the starting pitching matchup of Woodruff Woodruff versus Hendricks. Can't say Woodruff's name today. Woodruff versus Hendricks, you would like to go with Woodruff. Think the Brewers offense has just been a little bit better than the Cubs lately, and the Brewers are just a better team. Um, They're able to win games with fewer runs normally. The fact they have been hitting the ball well lately makes me feel pretty good about them bouncing back, getting a win here. Yeah, I don't know what side I like here. The Brewers are definitely hot, but the Cubs also could win today with Hendricks on the mound. So it's kind of up and down. I don't love Hendricks, but the numbers are there. Woodruff's good. It's it's too much of a toss-up for me to decide today, Grant, but I'll go with your pick. That's fair enough. I thought today was a pretty hard day to break down as far as the schedule goes. Uh, it was just hard to get leans on a lot of games, and there are a lot of pitching changes throughout the league too, which made it even more complicated. Yeah, definitely. That's why I'm going with two Nerfies today. But the Nerfies, I like the Nerfie lines, and I love this one. Cleveland Guardians versus Minnesota Twins here. Final pick of the day for me. Tanner Bibby on the mound against Sonny Gray. Bibby's 10-3 and three with an ERA right around 3-1-2 whip. Very good. Sonny Gray, similar numbers here. 306 ERA with a 1-1-9 whip. The biggest thing that I love from Gray, 150 innings on the mound, only six homers allowed. That's another critical thing to look at when we're, we're looking at nerfy bets. There is a science to this. You want pitchers that don't give up a lot of home runs. Even Tanner Bibby, 13 in 119 innings, still pretty good there. But six homers allowed in 150 innings is exceptional from Gray. He has the strikeout ability, 151 strikeouts in 150 innings. So ideal spot against the Guardians here. For the Guardians going against the Twins, though, with Bibby, the biggest thing he needs to do is keep the ball down the zone because the Twins can hit home runs. They've hit 187 this season compared to the Guardians at 102. But neither offense is that good, in my opinion. I think the you know, Twins obviously have a little bit more of an advantage there. But I do think both pitchers can get the job done. This is priced at minus 122 today. Uh, so a very fair price for two slow offenses with, you know, the first game of the series had a lot of run score, but the second game yesterday, not a lot of run score. And Nerfie did hit there as well. Yeah, the first game of the series did end 10 to 6, and there were 10 total runs scored within two innings. 
the Nerfies still hit. It, it was zero to zero after the first inning, and then it was six to four after the second inning. These these are slow starting offenses. Uh, if the Twins are going to score, it's going to be the, them swinging for the fences. To your point, Sonny Gray doesn't usually give up a lot of home runs. So yeah, I think that again, I really like this Nerfie. You know, sometimes I, I, I fail to consider the Nerfie when I'm making my picks for the show, but you always seem to keep them in the front of your mind. I need to take from you on that because I feel like you come up with some pretty good Nerfie picks. I only do it like for the show when I can't find anything else that I like. I don't love anything else on the schedule. So I do like the Nerfies more. I mean, Nerfies, it's like playing the side bets on like blackjack at the casino. Like it, it's very there, you know, because one swing can ruin it. But there is there is a science to it, looking at the numbers and the breakdown of the pitchers. But again, it can be destroyed by one swing. So I try to stay away from it a little more. Yeah, it's definitely more volatile. Um, but you know, like like we've said a couple of times already, it's just it's just a rough day of the schedule. Uh, here, there's some tough matchups. But one matchup that is not tough for me to decide is the Washington Nationals plus one and a half versus the Blue Jays. This is going to be the final pick of the show. The Nationals are just flat out being disrespected at this point. Why is their money line value plus 200? Look, Patrick Corbin's on the mound. Patrick Corbin is not good at baseball, which, which stinks because he is a baseball player. You would think he would be better. He's got a 470 ERA and a 147 whip, but if you're going to bet on him in the Nationals, he has a 270 ERA and four starts this month. This is the best baseball, the best stretch of baseball that he's put together this season. That he's going against Chris Bassett, who has a four ERA, and that is up to 401 over the last month. So basically, he is what he has been over the course of the season. Bassett did, however, give up four earned runs in two of his last three starts. The Nationals have been playing really good offensively lately. Um, over since ever since the past six weeks, I think they've really taken off. Looking at their record since the All Star break, they're 20. 26 and 17. They've also covered in 11 of their last 14. Meanwhile, the Blue Jays have covered just six times in their last 19 games. That is w- less than one cover every three games they play. Um, the re- only reason that I wouldn't, you know, go full on money line here is that the Blue Jays have an amazing bullpen. And the Nationals is not good, although it has been improving as of late. The Blue Jays won the first game of the series 6-3, to three, um, but a lot of that was because of a couple of errors the Nats committed. The Nats win yesterday, I think, for plus 1.5, and, and the fact we're still getting really good value out of it. I love this play. I wouldn't take the Blue Jays at minus 1.5, but I probably wouldn't take the Nationals plus 1.5 either. I'm kind of in that boat. I, I, I know Patrick Corbin's been good in his past four starts, but I can't. I can't touch him. He, he's spot. the one weak link because other than that, the Nationals have been playing really well. Like genuinely, I know it's the Nationals and they don't have a lot of name brand value, but watching them play over the last month, they've been impressive. I mean, he's been good. He shut pretty much shut down the Yankees, gave two home runs to them. Quality start there. Quality start against the Red Sox. Quality start against the Phillies. So he's shut down some good offenses. The Reds, I mean, not that good. Still gave up three home runs in that game. Had a 503 ERA there. So uh, I, I don't. I I wouldn't do it, but I'm not saying it's not a bad pick. Hey, look, I, this is this is how I look at it, and I understand what you're saying. I mean, baseball betting, a lot of it comes down to the pitcher. Patrick Corbin's not that good, but this is what I will say: you're getting spotted a run in half if you're the Nationals. You've been scoring more runs than the Blue Jays have to begin with. Now you're getting extra run and half to work with, and the Blue Jays might not even get nine innings of offense. That that's you have the advantage in all three of those areas. So again, for the run line, the plus one and a half, that's big reason I'm taking it. All right, Grant. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm not tailing it, but I don't mind it. <laughs> that was Ride the Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. Another good show today, Grant. Yep, absolutely. Another good show, just like Friday will be another good show. But the only way to guarantee that you guys are around for it is to smash that subscribe button. Tanner and I are putting in the work here every single day. You guys just need to put in two seconds of work 
click a little button, and we will be back in front of your faces on Friday. Less than two seconds. If it takes you two seconds to smash a subscribe button, probably stop watching YouTube. Smash it right now. We'll see you on Friday for another episode of Ride the Line.